and welcome to this episode of Just Some Thoughts with Bree. I, of course, am your host, Bree, and uh, this week I wanted to talk about fitness. Because it's a new year and I see a lot of stuff online, like new year, new me, this year I'm gonna go to the- I just hit my microphone. <laughs> I'm so bad at this still. Uh, this year, this year I'm gonna go to the gym more and eat healthy and, you know, those are like the two most- uh, what's the word I'm thinking of? Popular, is it? Those are the two most popular New Year's resolutions, in my opinion. People always want to try and better themselves. Maybe to lose weight, maybe to just feel better. Uh, and I did want to talk about my relationship with fitness and how it ebbed and flowed during my entire life, I guess. Uh, but, oh my god, I hit my microphone again. Okay, but first, I did want to do a little bit of housekeeping. No, this is not an ad. <laughs> Buy Mrs. Myers at Target. No, uh, no. You can. It's it's an all-natural brand. I haven't tried them, so I don't have an opinion on them. But, uh, some housekeeping. So, this episode is going up on a Sunday which is a little out of the order. I was going to record this last night, which was Friday night, but I got home from work and I was in a lot of pain, uh, which I'll get into, and I uh, was also exhausted. So I just (laughs) went to bed immediately at around 8.45 p.m. last night. So I'm recording this on a Saturday, uploading it on Sunday, Ideally, Saturdays are when episodes will be going up, so you can expect new episodes every Saturday. And with the new year, as I mentioned, brings a new season of everyone's favorite love-to-hate series, The Bachelor. Yes, that's right. I will be doing Bachelor episodes. Uh, Now, I think The Bachelor episodes are going to go up on Wednesdays. That's my plan. It'll be a Wednesday-Saturday schedule, bi-weekly for just bachelor season unless I like the schedule and it doesn't overwhelm me too much but Wednesdays will be bachelor episodes so expect that uh pilot Peter is going to be our beautiful host beautiful bachelor for this year uh so you know fingers crossed he's not as boring or or awful as Colton was because oh my god Colton was the worst so, uh, as, as they say in Bachelordom, expect turbulence, and if you don't like turbulence, just listen to the Saturday episodes, or don't listen to the episodes, because you don't like me or the sound of my voice, and you know what? That's fine. I also don't like me or the sound of my voice, so you and I are on the same page. Okay, so, fitness. I feel like I... I was thinking about this earlier, and I don't know if I have a unique fitness journey. Uh, It's certainly long. It is certainly long. I started playing sports in either the first or second grade. I think it was probably the second grade. I did club youth basketball at the YMCA, uh, which was coached by my dad and then also a stranger. And I did that for a pretty long time I was uh, playing basketball from the second grade to the eighth grade, so six years, which I, basketball was never my favorite sport. It was sort of just a sport that I played because I 
I, I don't know. I guess I liked it when I was younger. I, I don't know. Basketball and I have an interesting relationship. I was all right at it. I wasn't the best, but I wasn't the worst. I wasn't a starter, but I was, you know, it's three minutes into the first quarter and the starter needs a break. So we're going to put in, you know, string two. So, you know, that's, that's who I was. I'm short also. So basketball doesn't make any sense. Uh, I think what I didn't like about basketball the most was the running, probably. I have never liked running, and I don't know if I ever will, even though I tell myself that something I want to do this year is run another 10k. Yes, I said another. I'll get into that later. Also, pain and a 10k. We're getting into that later. Don't let me forget. So I started playing basketball. Really, you know, didn't really like it. I really liked it at the time, I guess, in the second through fifth grade. Uh, did that, and then I started cheerleading during the off season. So I was never like the skinniest kid, which is fine, you know. Like I think everyone sort of looks back in their childhood and says, "Oh, I was a little pudgy," you know. I don't think anyone looks back. Well, maybe some people do, but, and I'm sure more than some people do, but I was not ever itty bitty, teeny tiny, little, little skinny kind of girl. So I was never a flyer and that's all I wanted to be. And when I realized I would never be a flyer, I stopped cheerleading after, let's see, I want to say I did it for three years, third, fourth and no, maybe I guess it was only two years, third and fourth grade which was fine, uh, you know, cheerleading's not for everyone, and I just wasn't a a cheerleader. We also had to practice outside sometimes, and when I was young, I was such a germaphobe, so I would never, like, try to touch the ground. I would always put my pom-poms down and put my hands on my pom-poms if we're doing something, like, weird where we were in a push-up position for some reason. And so, yeah, cheerleading was never really for me. I still know the basics. I can still do some stuff, uh, like a cartwheel. But lots of people can do cartwheels, and they didn't do cheerleading. They just learned at summer camp or something. I don't know. Uh, at Around that same point, I started doing ballet, which, same thing as cheerleading, did not enjoy it very much however I did make my mom buy me like four four leotards that had tutus attached and they only got a couple of uses because I think I'm sometimes the person who's like oh I'm not good at this never mind next thank you I don't I didn't like it that much anyway I I wanted to do it because I thought I was good at it did ballet for about a month in elementary school then Uh, In the fifth grade, that was when we could start, so my school was K-8, and so in fifth grade, we could start playing sports on the school teams. So I played volleyball and basketball on my school teams. Still doing basketball at this time, still thinking it's my favorite sport. Nay, nay, volleyball comes along. I don't think I fell in love with volleyball until probably the seventh grade, which is when I started doing club. And, but I found volleyball and there was no running. Uh, 
and that was amazing. No running in during the whole game. Basketball's like all running. Basketball and soccer, they're like all running, and that is no fun. And don't don't sign me up for that because I don't want to run. Um, but volleyball was different, but it was still hard. And my coach was fine, and I learned all the basics from her. And then I took those into the sixth grade and beyond because I kept playing volleyball. But I played volleyball the young, longest. I played volleyball for eight years, I think, is what the math works out to. Maybe. I played it from fifth grade to twelfth grade, so I guess it's seven years. And I still sort of play now, but sort of it's just me goofing around with my friends. It's definitely not anything competitive. I'm not an Olympian. I'm not a professional volleyball player. Like, it's just me spiking a ball at my friend's face as hard as I can because I can. And yeah, I, that's when I started playing volleyball and that's when I really liked it. So now I was a two sport athlete, not doing cheerleader any cheerleading anymore and only playing sports during the school year. So during the summer, I did camps and camps are interesting because they're like a week. And that's all you do for a week is just one sport and maybe a little bit of conditioning. That gets more into high school, but one sport, all I did for a week. Now, I feel that there is some benefit to camps. I made a lot of good friends. I would do it with friends. But I don't know if they helped propel my love for the sport or not. And I, you know, they, they helped me improve. But I think what I loved more was the game and the chaos of it. And not, not the structure. And it's still the same way to this day. Like, I say all the time, I thrive in times of chaos. And I think I definitely do. And it, it's something that I guess I realized at a young age. and Or maybe I'm just having the epiphany of it now. You and I together are having this epiphany that I am a slave to chaos. Which is fine, you know? You can do it as long as it's manageable. Manageable for you. But we're not... We're not here to talk about my mental health. Not today, at least. Uh, so, <clears throat> volleyball, basketball. I get to middle school. Now we're having set sport seasons. One, two, and three. My mom said, you need to find a sport to fill slot three. Because volleyball was slot one, basketball was slot two. So, my choices were... Softball or soccer? Now, we have already established soccer is not my thing. I hate running. And also, it's the middle of winter. Like, I don't want to play an outside sport in winter. No, thank you. Actually, I don't want to play an outside sport in summer. Where I live, it gets to upwards of 115 degrees in the summer. Like, na 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 Keep me inside at all times. But I had to do it. Softball? Or soccer. So I chose softball. And the first year was a little interesting. The first year, I was sort of just faffing around, learning how to play. Didn't know how to throw. I didn't know how to do anything fun. 
really in the sport. I was scared of the pitcher uh, pitching balls at me. I still sort of am, to be honest, because getting hit with softballs blows. It hurts a lot. They're coming at you real fast, and they're they're hard. Don't let the sport mislead you. Don't know why they called it softball. Maybe because it's the ladies' baseball, and they wanted to make it sound daintier because the gender construct was prevalent or something. I don't know. But softballs are dense, and they hurt a lot when you get pitched. So I was scared then. I'm scared now. And (laughs) I was just sort of, you know, doing my own thing, sort of learning the basics. I really liked my coach. That was one of the first coaches I had that I enjoyed, you know, just coming to practice every day. He was tough but reasonable. He had rules, and if he didn't follow his rules, he would have those punishments for you to complete. And, you know, you had to do them. That's how he worked. That's how he was. He was, I really enjoyed him as a coach. Now, I did softball also for six years, a different six years than I did basketball, which was, so I did basketball two to eight. I did softball six to 11 and I did volleyball from six to 12. So uh, one day after practice, because I was in the outfield because I was new, and that's in middle school, that's where you put the kids that have never played softball before. You're like, eh, go to the outfield. Nobody can hit the ball that hard anyway. So one day I went to my coach, and I was like, I'm bored in the outfield. Can I please not be in the outfield anymore? And he said, sure, we'll train you at short, We'll start training you at shortstop. And I loved shortstop. It felt like I was in charge of the field, and as someone who can be a little bit bossy, sometimes that's all you want, is to just be in charge of something. And I was. I was, like, king of the infield. I, you know, knew a whole bunch of plays. I was the one who tagged people out when they tried to steal second. I got a lot of balls hit to me because right-handers, which of most people in the world are, pull left when they swing because that's how they finish they finish towards left field and oh man it was where I fell in love with softball and this is when I decided softball was my favorite sport which didn't it I it didn't last as long it lasted probably until seventh grade when I started playing club volleyball So now I'm a three-sport athlete. I'm in the sixth grade. I'm 11 years old, three sports, a lot of them back-to-back-to-back. I did softball camps. I did volleyball camps. I did basketball camps. My summers were just sports camps trying to improve my skills to get better at these sports because in the sixth grade, that's when I got the pipe dream of being a college athlete. I was probably four foot five in the sixth grade. I was so short, there's no way I was ever going to be a college athlete. But for some reason, I was like, you know what? I'm good, and I want to be good forever. So I'm going to be a college athlete, and I'm going to do all these things that will make me a college athlete, and I will never stop being a college athlete. I am going to college on a 
sports scholarship. So that's when I decided to start doing all of the sports that I played, except for basketball. Basketball was now on the back burner. It was my least favorite sport. It's something that I did to keep me in shape. <clears throat> so, basketball. So I started playing club softball and club volleyball, both in the seventh grade. This was the second half of seventh grade. So I was 12. Summer, spring, summer session. I was still, I was in the middle of softball season when I started doing club volleyball for volleyball season. And at the end of softball season, beginning of basketball season, when I started playing club softball. So at this point, I was playing three sports all at once. That's a lot. I would oftentimes go from basketball practice to volleyball practice. And then the next day, go from a basketball game to softball practice. It, it was a lot. I, I would say I was in the best shape of my life. I probably was since doing three sports competitively is hard, but I look back now and I'm like, oh, I just sort of did mediocre. Uh, I'm not going to talk about nutrition in this video because I think that's something I should probably gather my thoughts a little bit better on, but I wasn't eating great and I sort of just ate what was quick and easy, you know, I, because I was going from practice to practice, game to practice, you know, multiple days a week, I practiced, I had softball practice twice a week, volleyball practice twice a week, basketball practice, and games, you know, during the five weekdays, and I was just sort of getting what was fast and what was easy, and so I wasn't eating well, and I think that really detrimented my fitness. I wasn't in that great of shape. I wasn't doing a lot of stuff for myself, my body. And I think that harmed me. But anyway, moving on. <laughs> not talking about nutrition. And also I'm not an expert on nutrition. I just want to say that right now. Like you can listen to what I have to say, but please take it all with a grain of salt. I don't know what I'm talking about. I have an art degree like you can come to me if you have any questions about lighting design for a theater production of, I don't know, like Barefoot in the Park that you're doing. Don't come to me for nutritional advice. I probably don't eat the best. So definitely don't do that. I, I'm even trying to eat healthier. I've been trying to eat healthier since March of last year, and I'm not great at it. I'm mediocre at best eating healthy, but I work out a lot, which we'll get to. Again, later, we're talking about, I already forgot what we were supposed to talk about, injuries, C club sports, which I'm talking about now, club sports, and now that third thing. So, <laughs> so, I'm playing three sports at once, and then I find out at the end of softball season, which was the last season to end, because it proper softball season ended in May, and then we had regional tryouts, so my softball team was part of a league, and then we had our own little region in that own, in that league, which was two teams in my age range, and so we had tryouts again to do a month-long, like, all-city 
tournament. We would do... What did we do? We did uh, a one team from our region, so the two teams tried out together, and it was a team of maybe 14 that went into this... were our region team for the All-City Tournament. That went until the middle of June. We ended in May, middle of June. So now I'm doing softball in the hottest part of the year and the most inconsistent of the weather because it's raining all the time. It'll be raining for 15 minutes and then stop. And it's also 110 degrees. So playing softball and doing camps still at my middle school. Uh, so I did that. I then at the end of that, we called it all-stars, the all-star season, found out that there was a fall season of softball. So I was like, yeah, sure, I'll do fall softball. It'll be right before my softball season at school. And then, which is right in between the fall season and the spring season of softball for club. It'll be great. I'll do it. It'll be fine. I did that. I'm playing volleyball and softball at the same time. Then I'm playing just softball. Then I'm playing softball and volleyball at the same time. And then I'm playing basketball, softball, and volleyball at the same time. So I did that all of middle school. I get to high school. I decide that I didn't want to do that anymore. So this was when I decided to stop playing basketball. And it was sort of an easy decision for me to decide. It was an easy decision for me to decide that I didn't want to play basketball anymore. It was really my two dedications were softball and volleyball. Still on that pipe dream that I wanted to be a college athlete. I thought those two were my two better sports. They were the two sports that I had more of a likelihood to get a scholarship on. So I decided to focus on those. Now, the volleyball program at my high school was intense. It (laughs) started practically in it started when boys season started which is in February pretty much was when girls volleyball started conditioning so we started conditioning in February I didn't because I was still in the eighth grade and it went all through the summer all through the school rest of the school year all through the summer up until tryouts in August so I started going to train like the conditioning training in the middle of July, beginning, middle of July, when I found out about it and when it was also okay for incoming freshmen to start coming because the coach did want us to get used to what we were doing. He wanted to try to get us in shape for the season because he knew the season would be intense just by the way he ran the program. This is the head coach. So he did let us come. And so I would go to morning conditioning the first week of July, the second week of July, I guess, because after 4th of July was when we did it. Morning conditioning that week, and then the last three weeks before school started was when volleyball camps had led by that coach were uh, a big deal. So I'm at conditioning in the morning. It's, you know, 30 minutes of cardio and then like an hour-ish of weightlifting, which is When I work out on my own at the gym, the pattern that I still follow to this day, until we started the camps. 
And then it was afternoon conditioning. <laughs> and let me tell you, conditioning in Arizona in the afternoon, in the middle of summer, not fun. Not fun at all. It, oh my lord, is it bad. Even when we were inside doing like shuttle sprints or what they called seven ups, which are awful. It was so awful and so hot. And there were so many of us. I say so many. There were like 40 of us, maybe. You need, you know, 12-ish people on a team to make a volleyball team. So you throw in some crazy prospects from the freshmen in there and some sophomores who decided they wanted to play volleyball. And there were about 40 of us. And we all wanted to die all the time. It was so hot. There were so many of us. So, I'm conditioning for three weeks in the summer. Then come tryouts. I don't make the team. I was devastated. It was the, it was the last day, and I think I was the only person to get cut on the last day of tryouts. I was crying. I didn't know what to do with myself. I was like, I'm not good at volleyball, I was like, you're crazy. That's ridiculous. Be quiet. So I did. I was quiet. <laughs> and I didn't stop playing volleyball, which I think might have been something I would have done if the same thing had happened to me in, like, the sixth grade. I would have been like, okay, this is fine. I, I just don't need to play volleyball anymore. I don't need to be a college athlete. Ah, whoa, it's me. So uh, luckily I didn't do that. And... I was like, you know what? You're right, mom. These people suck. So I'm going to come back next year and I'm going to show them. So I took some time off. I wasn't playing volleyball, obviously, and I wasn't playing basketball. So I had just softball to worry about for that fall season, which was nice. It kept me active. It kept me having something to do after school really what I needed because I did sports my entire life and I didn't know what to do after school if I didn't have sports. And I had to take the bus home. What the heck? My private school didn't have buses. This is my first time at public school and they were like, get on the bus, loser. Okay, yep, I can do that. Yeah, totally. I'll get on the bus. So taking the bus home was an, a trip. I was the first stop and it was still an experience every single time. I was on the bus for five minutes. <laughs> but we're not talking about that. We're, we don't need to delve into my childhood trauma of a public school bus. <laughs> so I'm playing softball, volleyball, club volleyball season rolls around. I'm playing club volleyball. Spring softball season rolls around and I decide not to try out for the high school team. I just didn't get along with the girls, I guess. I don't know. I, I conditioned with them a few times, and I just didn't like it. I didn't like the vibe I got from the coaches, from the other girls that were playing. And these were girls that played, like, the intense version of club softball. I was on, like, the, you know, oh, yeah. I was on the Saturday afternoon beer league essentially version of club softball to these girls they were playing club softball where they were going as intense as we were during volleyball season 
all year long for their club softball, except for when it was high school softball season, because you can't play a club sport during the same season that you play a high school sport. It's just the AIA rules, just how it goes. So, I don't know where I was. So, I'm play- I decide not to try out for the softball team, so I'm just playing club volleyball and club softball at this point, because I'm allowed to, because I'm not playing school softball and they and because I'm not playing really intense really rigorous you know insane club softball I'm allowed to play still despite the fact that it is high school softball season and then club or not club I said I said club because I'm playing club volleyball but high school volleyball conditioning starts and that's when I started weightlifting And that is what I do the most now. That's how I get my most exercise. And it's something I really enjoy doing. It makes me feel strong. It makes me feel powerful. And I really, really like it. So I find out weightlifting. I'm still running because running is boring. And they have to condition us somehow. They can't just let us lift weights. Still sort of same thing. 30 minutes of conditioning. And then (laughs) 30 minutes of conditioning, an hour, 45 minutes-ish. Not an hour and 45 minutes, 45 minutes to an hour. Sorry, I should have phrased that better the first time. Of weightlifting. And I liked it. It kept me, you know, busy after school, between school and softball practice. I didn't have to take the scary bus anymore. And it sort of helped me learn, you know, basic weightlifting and what to do in a not gymnasium gym, like a regular, you know, $10 a month sort of gym with free weights, Olympic lifting, stuff like that. I did that from February until August. Still doing club softball, still doing club volleyball, volleyball camps in the summer, conditioning in the summer. And then I try out in August of my sophomore year, for the volleyball team, and I make it, and I was so happy, so now I'm playing high school volleyball and club softball, still doing that crazy thing of, all right, and I'm going from one sport, getting dinner, going to another sport, several days a week, then I finished softball, finished volleyball, sort of around the same time, actually, which was convenient, have that winter season off, I think that I maybe want to play softball for my school. And then I conditioned with them a few times and, again, didn't like it. And that was fine. And I was okay with that for whatever reason. And so I didn't play softball again for my school, but I still played club. And... I'm still doing volleyball conditioning, volleyball weightlifting, again, through the summer, up until August. I try out reversity. I don't make the team again, which was really heart-wrenching. I don't know why, probably because I was like the one of three people to get cut, and it hurt. And I told them, look, you're not getting rid of me, I'll come back. So then I played my last 
fall season of softball, 11th grade. And this is sort of when I found theater, and I loved theater, and I did theater. I still do theater. I have a theater art degree, a theater arts degree. And that's when stuff starts started going downhill for me exercise-wise. I played club softball. Didn't even kid myself into thinking I was going to play <laughs> softball for my school. Didn't play fall club softball and played club volleyball. And for some reason, I went through all the motions of acting like I was going to try out for varsity volleyball again. I went to conditioning. I went to uh, the camps. I went to everything. And then I just didn't. I just didn't even bother. I don't know why. It was just something I realized I didn't want to do anymore. I didn't want to play for that coach. I didn't want to play for that team. I just didn't want to play volleyball with them anymore. So I took fall off. I focused strictly on theater, which was great. It's where my friends were. It's where I had the most fun. And it's where I really sort of found my place in high school. Uh, at this point, my best friend, who I had actually met at a volleyball camp, is also doing theater, and he also loves it. And I'll have to get him on so we can talk about our friendship at some point. But it was so great. And then I played one last season of club volleyball, and then I was done. I was off to college, you know, ready to live my college life. And then I took two years off. I didn't do any sort of exercising except for walking around campus. And that's when I realized how much sports impacted my mental health. I got really depressed during those years. I didn't know what it was. I thought I had too much on my plate. I thought I hated my major. I thought I hated my sorority. I thought I hated my life. Maybe I did hate my life. That's still up for debate. <laughs> I hated where I was. I hated what I was doing. I was just sad. I had no energy. I didn't. I was losing interest in the things I once loved, like theater, like my sorority, like learning. And I was like, that's weird. Whatever. Junior year, I, I started going to the rec sort of sporadically. I went you know, a couple times a week when I wanted to. And I started seeing little improvements. And then second semester, I started going more. And I started going in the summer. And then I was going four days a week, both semesters, senior year. And I think that's something a lot of people don't realize, especially people who are like me in sports have been such a big part of their lives, their entire lives, is that when you're just constantly getting exercise and getting those good endorphins that the exercise gives you and the post-exercise feeling gives you, you don't know how much you need that until you don't have it anymore. Probably like air, I don't know. What am I, a scientist? No. I'm a lighting designer and a podcaster. And I was going to therapy and I hated therapy and I, I truly didn't realize how much it impacted my mental health until 
senior year when I was doing all the same stuff that I had been doing, but I was just having so much more fun and enjoying everything more. And it's because I was taking, you know, two hours, an hour and a half out of my day, carving it just for myself. And I really, when I was at the gym, on the elliptical, on the rower, on the bike, whatever, was really just focusing on nothing except my run, my lifting, my form, my muscles, building my butt, which I'm still trying to do. It's bigger than it used to be, but we're not where we want yet. And that focus, taking everything away from the stress of school, the stress of my sorority, the stress of being a senior in college, really helped. It, it was exactly what I needed, and I hadn't realized that. So I started going five days a week and started making sure that even if I had to be at rehearsals, that I would go to the gym after rehearsals or I would go in between classes. And I started m- making time for the gym, which is something I never did before because I had just always had a source of exercise. I didn't have to go out and find my own exercise. And that really made a difference. It changed my whole entire life around. I was also starting drugs, starting anti-anxieties, antidepressants. That also helped. I think a mix of the two really got me back to where I was in high school and sort of at the beginning of college before I realized that just walking around campus doesn't count as enough exercise. And I graduated college and I made a, the gym a priority after looking for a job. I worked out five days a week, same sort of thing, 30 minutes of cardio, 45 minutes to an hour weightlifting. But there was something different about it. And after college, it was sort of weird. I had about a a good amount of time, probably three months, where I was doing my own thing at the gym and enjoying it and liking it. It's also conveniently when I was coaching volleyball, which also made me really happy because I love seeing other people love the sport that I love. And so coaching volleyball, working out at the same time, I'm good for August till about December then December hits and I kind of realize I'm in a rut you know I'm not gaining muscle mass I'm not gaining uh any you know I'm not losing weight I'm not gaining weight I'm not doing anything particularly different I'm doing the same exercises every single time I go I had a schedule that I stuck to I did uh did I do? Monday was leg day. Tuesday was back and biceps day. Wednesday was triceps and chest. Thursday was leg day, another leg day because I really wanted a butt. Friday was full body and core day. And, you know, I did that. And then I started working and I kind of slumped off going to the gym a little bit more. And I incorporated a hike in weekly with my dad. We would hike a mountain. Well, I say a mountain. Not really a mountain. It's more of a hill. Uh, Considering I'm surrounded by mountains, I should know better. But, yeah, I started doing that. 
in January of last year. And then in beginning of March, probably, I started having knee problems. And the knee problems stemmed from volleyball. I already, the second they started happening, I already knew it was from volleyball. It was from not having proper form, not taking care of my knees when I landed from jumping. Just a whole bunch of stuff that I knew stemmed from the one sport that I loved and I still played all the time. And I didn't know what to do, so I went to a trainer. And I was like, hey, uh, my knees hurt all the time, but I want to work out and I want variety because I do the same seven workouts for the same muscle groups every single time I go to the gym. And I don't want that anymore and I want different. And I loved him. He was great. I saw him twice a week, incorporated those moves that he taught me into my own workouts at the gym. I started feeling better, liking my workouts more, getting back into it. Again, five days a week, two days at the trainer, three days on my own. And I still had knee problems, even though we were doing things to fix it and working really hard with it. And so I went to a orthopedic surgeon and she took x-rays she felt around my knee she told me my x-rays were perfect that my knee placement my patella placement was fine and I was like lady why am I in so much pain all the time I know I stand for a living I work out five days a week I try to do my best to take care of my knees but why am I always hurting and so she you know, said I had patella femoral pain syndrome. And I was like, all right, lady, that's a whole bunch of crap. And I Googled it. And what Google basically said was, it's what doctors tell you you have when you have knee pain and they don't know what it is. So now I am here diagnosed with patella femoral pain syndrome, which to me just sounds like a whole bunch of crap. I'm in pain for no reason, don't know what to do, and I start getting discouraged. And that's when my parents told me they got me a, a month free at a local hit gym that is based around boxing. And I was like, cool, okay, whatever, boxing. You know, it didn't really interest me, but I was you know, fine, I'll give it a try, I'll, I'll give it a shot, we'll see what happens, and I fell in love with it, and then I canceled my gym membership, and I just did boxing for two months, July and August, and September, actually, three months, I just did boxing, and then my best friend and I decided to do Orange Theory's Hell Week together, so I bought an unlimited membership, to Orange Theory at the beginning of October so I could do Hell Week with my best friend and it was a really fun experience for us because we don't live in the same town. Uh, she lives in a different state than I do so we commiserated over the fact that the workouts were really really hard and really really tough but I was you know still loving it. I started out as a, a power walker because that's what I did on my own. I would do really insane inclines at sort of low speeds, three miles an hour, three and a half miles an hour. And 
then somewhere in the middle end of November, I started jogging and that was really fun. And I had about a month in there, maybe two months, maybe all of October and all of November. I didn't really have pain. I was alternating workouts between boxing and Orange Theory because I think when I hit a wall working out on my own, it was because I was just doing the same things all over again all the time. And now I do different workouts every single day, five days a week. Uh, I went today. I actually did both today. I went to 8 a.m. boxing class and then a 9.30 a.m. Orange Theory class. And I don't do that often. I usually do one or the other, or I'll do uh, boxing in the morning, Orange Theory at night, or vice versa. And that's what I did. And here I am. Uh, I can run pretty consistently at five and a half miles an hour, which isn't that fast, but I'm proud of it. It's five and a half miles faster than I could run, so uh, I'm really happy. I I am the happiest I've been, I think, ever, and it's because I found these two forms of exercise and forms of fitness that I really enjoy. They both incorporate cardio in different ways, weightlifting in different ways, and just sort of togetherness in a sort of, they call it a tribe. I don't like that word. They're always like, both, both places are always like, find your tribe and your, it's your girl gang. And I don't really like that. I, I don't really want to refer to them as my family either because that also feels weird. But it's just, you know, me. Both places, they're just exactly what I need at this moment. And I'll continue that for until I get burnt out or in, until I can't afford it anymore or until I want to try something new. So that's where I am now. I'm in pretty decent shape now. I am starting to fall in love with my body. I'm starting to like the way that my smaller clothes fit. And for me, it has never been about weight loss. As I mentioned earlier, it has recently, not even always, it has in the past two years slowly transitioned into mental health. And I know that if I ever took a significant break from exercise, I, I was sick a few weeks ago and I had to take a week off. And that was fine, but I know if I ever get into, you know, a month, two months, six months, a year, it'll really impact how I am mentally. And for me, exercise is more than physical health. It's it's the mental health. Uh, yeah, that's it. That is my fitness story, minus the nutrition part. It's really just the exercise. It's my exercise story. Uh, it's longer than I thought it would be. I didn't realize how much I had to say about all the different types of exercise I did. I hope you enjoyed. Uh, maybe I'll make a nutritional one, that one. I, I want to say I touched on briefly, even though I just said that when I was younger, I used to eat a lot of fast food. And who didn't when they were younger? Because McDonald's is life. <laughs> um, yeah, that, wow, I can't, 
believe I just talked for 45 minutes about health and fitness and what it means to me and its importance in my life. So yeah, I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you learned something from it. I hope maybe it helped you realize your mental health is suffering because you're not exercising as much as you used to. I had a conversation with my other best friend. I have two best friends. One's a man, one's a woman, boy and girl, lady, sir, other synonyms for man and woman. Uh, I was talking to my my best friend who is a girl and she said she didn't realize how much it had impacted her mental health until she started exercising. And I think it's really important to realize that something as simple as an hour at the gym and running a mile or doing yoga can affect you and affect the way that your brain works. So, uh, yeah, that's really it. Thank you so much for listening. If you could subscribe to this episode, and by this episode, I mean this podcast, uh, wherever you can get podcasts, you can follow me on Twitter. It's at your fave thoughts. U R F A V E T H O U G H T S on Twitter. And uh, stay tuned Wednesday first Bachelor episode. I'm really excited. I have, I do have Monday off, so I will be there live roasting those new contestants on Pilot Peter's season of The Bachelor. And if you don't like The Bachelor, then I'll see you next Saturday. Uh, I have a very exciting episode planned. Uh, I'll give you a hint. It is uh, one of the most famous love stories in the world. So go ahead, follow me on Twitter, subscribe to the podcast, wherever you get your podcasts, and also tweet at me. Again, your fave thoughts. If you have any sort of ideas maybe you want me to talk about, and I will see you, and not actually see you, because I'm just looking at a microphone, but I will talk to you in your ears on Wednesday. Goodbye.